0: Hello,
1: hello? Oh, snap! <laughs> oh, no.
2: My Corona
1: Diaries. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Corona Diaries. I'm not sure if that's the name <laughs> of it yet. <laughs> but joining us tonight, uh, uh, Michigander. We-, we won't say the exact location. But uh, it's Patrick. If, if you know Denise and I from the Listening Party Podcast days, which I keep saying every episode.
2: Ten years ago. Y-
1: uh, you know Patrick. <laughs> He's a longtime friend of ours that we feel so privileged to have known thanks to the magic of podcasting.
2: He's the most handsome podcaster in the world. I in the, mean, in, all, the not, in yeah. all the land. Yeah. That's, that's how how say in all the land. That's how you say In all the
1: land. Anyways, Patrick, welcome to the show. See how to the folks out there. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about kind of like the, the landscape. And and how things were going over there in in your neck of the woods.
0: Okay. Do you want like uh? Do you want me to to, to give you a cheery picture or like the, the real picture <laughs> that I inter- that I internally uh, feel? Give us a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. All right. Well, the the cheery part is, uh, I do live in Michigan. I am a Michigander. I, I live. I won't say exactly where I live. Yeah. If don't, I go don't, any don't. further east, <laughs> if I go any further east, I would be living in Canada. That's how far east I live in Michigan. Nice. Like. The lake is right down the street from me. Like I was at the lake today. Nice. That's the That's the positive spin. That's the
1: positive I can get. No. So people uh, people like to hold ahead. up their hand and kind of say like, "Oh, this is where I live." Oh, when yeah, when they're referring yeah, to Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm holding up my hand, where are you?
0: Okay, so like you Brad, you Detroit would be like the middle of your palm at the the very tip, and I would just be north of that like where your thumb starts the bone of your thumb starts oh okay that's where i'm at
2: i think you're holding your hand the wrong way
0: <laughs> am i holding my left hand or my right hand <laughs> uh well the thumb would have to go east so hold it so your hand goes to the east
1: rod doesn't know east what's, or what's west the east <laughs>
0: oh my god it's where the sun
1: rises all oh, right, right. <laughs> i got it oh, okay okay yeah there you are i see you now patrick <laughs> It's not where the sun rises either, but that's okay. I was just asking on that one. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, so Patrick, you you are a fellow teacher. Denise is also a teacher. Granted, mm-hmm. she's not a classroom teacher. Yes,
2: <laughs> right? I know. Damn, discredit me already, bro.
1: <laughs> but uh,
2: she's like, and she's special ed, and it's the mod severe, and like, calm down, bro.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Patrick. So recently, uh, oh, by the way. Patrick also hosts Almost Educational with our, our friend, Dennis, who, you know, is, you know, in and out mm-hmm. of the office. Sometimes. Almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> but your most recent episode as of this recording had to do a lot with the COVID and how you guys kind of dealt with it and how school came to a close for you guys. Right. And all and the that.
0: second half was just hot takes for, for me about, <laughs> about general things, I felt like. But uh, yeah, so like I'll retell it as best I can. Uh, the state of Ohio called school off and then like everyone just assumed like we were going to call school off as well. And like a bunch of schools individually started calling them off. And then like 11 o'clock at night, the governor got on everyone's phones and just said, there's going to be no school after Friday the 13th. Staff has to report Friday the 13th. And so like I was laying in bed with my wife, Melanie, who was also a teacher. And I looked at her. I was like, well, here we go. We went in. Like half the students were there. We're not a giant school. We're about 400 students. Uh, so there's only about 200 students there. If that, maybe closer to like 100. Everyone was like, it was just like, it felt weird, man. Like I said, the kids <laughs> a bunch of times, like just, it feels weird, man. They're like, it feels yeah. weird. I didn't pretend anything was normal. I just put CNN on and was like, well, let's just watch this. Cause this is going to tell us more than I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Cause any, I didn't have any answers to any of their questions. I didn't pretend to have any answers to any questions. Our principal had a meeting where we jammed all the kids into the media center, which is probably a really (laughs) bad idea in retrospect. And like they're teenagers, not a single one of them got on their phones, not a single one of them like made a joke and they listened to him for like 25 minutes, talk about the whole situation. And then we dismissed them. They got picked up. We grabbed our stuff and we haven't been back to school since. Damn. It was weird. It It was one of the weirder moments ever.
1: No yeah dude and I, I honestly like as as things develop you know throughout the days i always think to myself like dude like when people look back on this moment like they're going to be like oh yeah dude i remember being you know pulled into like the media room and they just made it, made us watch cnn and that's when right. we
0: <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah it'll be exactly like that i uh it'll be like before uh, rona post rona <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> For real dude. Or or like you know when you think now of of when people talk about like the the space shuttle launch that, you know, the catastrophe that when when that took place or whatever when they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, like we had the TV out and we were watching the launch and then all of a sudden it blew up and we were like, "Whoa, what what was
0: it? I can tell you right now without asking your age like around how old you are by saying like, "Do you remember during the period of the fall of the Berlin Wall?" Did someone reel a, t- a television out to you? And re- were you a kid watching the television or were you the adult saying this is important stuff or are you not born yet? Like if you are the adult who said this is important stuff, like you're a boomer or you're like <laughs> late generation X. And if like you're me sitting there watching it, you're like uh late generation X or like a millennial. And if you don't remember it, you were, you're a zoomer. Like, but now, now it's all different. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was thinking how, like, all fiction, like TV shows you watch now are just going to have to pretend like this didn't happen. Because how are you going to have, like, a sitcom for a year when they talk about, remember that year we were all locked down for the, like, like, I I don't know, like, there's going to have to all exist in alternate realities where this never happened.
1: No, yeah, dude. And I know one of your things is, like, alternate realities. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, alternate history and uh and yeah i'm just like dude like i mean this is like a major thing you know what i mean like of just all businesses being closed down and denise was kind of you know denise has been home for three weeks now and so she you know she's on her phone a lot i'm
2: bored <laughs> as fuck dude <laughs> and so i just... mean i'm working i'm working <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm making plans me, like, okay for those he's like what what
0: is, is quote-unquote working for you
2: Oh, I had to. Well, dude, there has been no instruction for me because number one, Same. I'm a service <laughs> provider, and number two, yeah. I my the majority of my caseload is like mod to severe, like the Friends. special ed population, and um, so I kind of just had to like go out and make my Google Classroom and contact like all of my parents, and my district has said that that's like okay because I've talked to other APE teachers and they're just like. No, like if other kids like see what wait
1: sorry for those you know not initiated what does APE stand for
2: oh adapted physical education and I'm a PE teacher on top of that <laughs> it's like what the fuck man like, <laughs> just do it running just do it
0: like a, a exercise log
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly like for yeah. my higher functioning kids but anyways so it was like a lot of um teachers were really concerned about like the the privacy like policy and stuff like the confidentiality right. of like other student of other parents seeing other like, parents and stuff, like, on the same Google Classroom. So I've been getting, like, different feedback from them and basically, like, canceling all of our IEPs because they don't know if, like, Zoom is safe to have an IEP. Right. Like, or basically, like, a parent with, like, a meeting with, like, parents and stuff. So it's just, like, there's a lot of technicalities and stuff. So I just made my Google Classroom and I had lesson plans up there. And they basically said, like, no, you need to, like, bring that down a notch and just basically have activities because for my higher functioning kids, like it's either logs and modifications for what their regular PE teacher is sent home with them. And for the mild mod, I mean the moderate to severe population, it's like, these parents are probably super overwhelmed with having their kid there all the time because they're coming right. to school like sick and everything every day you know what i mean like right. whether whether they, whether they're supposed to be at school or not and so now they're just at home and they're probably just feeling overwhelmed and it's just like no you got to provide like just a fun activity that's going to get them active and assume that they have no equipment and no space you know what I mean because not everyone has a backyard or like a basketball you know so it's just like oh my gosh like just the most simplest activities like possible so yeah it's it's tough man yeah
0: that's good because like there was um like our our district and I think Dennis's district said the same thing now the state said like, you can't give grades. It's unfair to kids who don't have internet access or kids who have IEPs oh, yeah. or for a million different reasons. And so there was like, you're just going to put up enrichment, just call it enrichment mm-hmm. and like, can't be longer than 20 minutes a day. And so like, I just found like YouTube videos and like writing exercises and I was like, whatever you're going to do. And I just send out email blasts, you know, once a week yeah. and I'll maybe get a few responses and like everyone else like the first week people were all on edge like am i going to get credit da, da 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 and now people were i think just realize like it's a pretty minor thing in the grand scheme of things if like i'm going to get a quarter credit in this stupid english class that no one's going to remember if i had a b or a d plus in yeah so that's that
1: that's that rod's
2: like wait what (laughs) no no
1: no no so here in california i think they've already said like we're not going back for the rest of the school year right yeah have they said the same in michigan
0: not going back we said it on uh tuesday or wednesday
1: this week yeah i think that was about the same time as over here yeah yeah so okay so for grade school students like what does that mean like so they would
0: just progress like they would just say like the kid's gonna progress to whatever grade they're going to be. Now, some of the craziness here, like we have a, a, a horrific third grade reading test here in Michigan where every kid has to take a third grade reading test and they have to score a certain score where mm-hmm. they cannot progress to fourth grade. And of course, like that test wasn't taken yet. And so everyone was like, oh, well, this test has to be taken. And like, uh, it, it is interesting. Like all standardized tests that used to be so important have just been like instantly waived. and no one seems worried about them anymore. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, we're just not going to do that. We're just not going to do that. Like one thing I've realized in a lot of this stuff is, um, everything that seemed very important is not very important. It's like, nah, it's fine. So <laughs> oh, yeah. like everyone's going to progress. Um, now like progress means like credit wise or grade wise, their, their skills are going to be stagnated because they're going to be stuck at home with their parents, right. uh, who are already stressed out. Like Denise said. So, I mean like, you can only do what you can do. There has been some crazy ass proposals. Like some people (laughs) said, like we can jam it all in in August, like the makeup month. And everybody's like, no, we're not jamming anything in August. Like my fear is we we try to, we try to open back up in September and we still have like a third of the staff not show. Um, and like, you know, a third of the student population not show.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so that's kind of what I was kind of like freaked out about because I'm just like, all right. So initially before they had said we're we're just canceling the school year, mm-hmm. I, I guess a lot of people were saying like, OK, well, maybe these, you know, one or two months that we're out of school will count as like summer break. And then we'll pick up in the summer and, you know, we'll just do the, right. the rest of the school year and we'll just keep going through. But um, but yeah, I don't know that 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 really doesn't seem feasible. Right
0: also i mean technically i i think denise the same way i don't get paid to work in august like uh, you're gonna have to pay me an extra uh uh, month to pay i only get paid nine months of the year so like
2: we got a letter from our union saying if we worked um extra hours that went beyond three o'clock or into the summer that our union would have to negotiate pay for that but we would technically have to work it i guess and then later on our union would have to Um, figure out like fight for us to get like paid or whatever, but um, I forgot, I was gonna say something, but then I forgot. Um,
1: about picking up like in the summer, picking up the school year um, in the summer,
2: no. Well, I guess like standardized testing or whatever. Um, oh, well, no, just like people not showing up, like my kids, I mean. I know a lot of the kids show up even though they're sick because parents just like send their Can't, kids to school, right. but it's, but now, but then I was also getting a lot of, like in the last few parent meetings, like called IEPs or everybody just call them, call them parent meetings for those mm-hmm. people that don't know what an IEP is. Um, they were very concerned. Cause I mean, I work with that mod, um, mod severe population and they were just like, if someone's sick, like, can you tell me, like, you need to tell me mm-hmm. like, and mm. if, and you need to tell them that, like, my kid can't get sick because, yeah, like, uh, our, our, like, my students, like, if they get sick, like, it hits them like three times harder, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And it, right. it's just, uh, they don't have, you know, the immune system to like come back from that, like a regular person would. So they were really concerned towards the end before we went out for, um, you know, before they just called everything off and stuff. So that was like a really big concern. So if we go back like in August, I don't know if some of my students will will actually go back willingly, you know? So that's right. No, a I mean, I, I,
0: yeah, I, I don't want to be super bleak, but like as we stand here in the state of Michigan, we are at the third week and we're at 750 deaths. Like, I mean, oh my God, I, I don't know if it's, the, if it's not like they were projecting up to 10,000, 12,000 deaths. Like, if, you know, I have a, I, my district, uh, my school, in particular, my district is a pretty low income, um, transient in terms of population district. Like I could see a lot of my students, like I, I know we did an audit, I think like 20% of the student populations, like either, um, homeless or uh, has home security issues. Oh like wow. they just might not be, I mean, like, I'm not saying they're be dead, but like this might not be around because like. Whoever the primary um, caregiver in the house is dead or like is oh, incapacitated. Oh God, like, dude. you know, like these are things, again, like when we have our meetings, we don't really talk about, but like it hangs over these Zoom meetings where like at some point someone's gonna say, like, what do we do if like, you know, it's be pretty traumatic if like five or six people in our staff have a uh, themselves or a spouse who are dead or like,
1: no, what yeah. do we do with all
0: these kids who don't have grandparents and not have parents anymore? Like, what do you do? And like, no one talks about it because it sounds really bad, but, like, yeah. it might be a reality come July.
1: No, yeah, Oh, dude. yeah, wow. Yeah, dude, that's that's so messed up, dude. And then also, like, you, you get a lot of this talk about, like, oh, like, you know, you look back on, like, the, the Spanish influenza of 1918 and all that. And it's like, oh, yeah, it started at this time, but then it had a second wave in the fall right. and winter. And it's like, yeah, like, everybody's kind of just looking short term of, like, oh, we just got to get over this. And, you know, like, once... We flattened the curve and all of this talk. And it's like, yeah, and then you let your guard down and then come fall and winter 2020, like we're all fucked again. And, right. and, and yeah, I mean, there's people s- here in California, they're saying like 56% of Californians are going to become infected with COVID-19. And and yeah, and then you hear about like the, the 1918 or whatever it was, 19, whatever, Spanish yeah, right. influenza. And it's like, you're going to know at least one person like... Directly, who died from COVID-19. And it's just like, damn, dude. Like for us here, like, you know, it's just Denise and I here at home. And so it's like, that would mean that like either one of us or both of us would likely come down with it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy.
0: Like I was thinking like about the 1918 flu, but like pandemics in general, uh, there was one that hit in like, I was reading the 1957, 58, hit the United States. And, like, they estimated it killed probably, like, 150,000, 200,000 Americans. And like, oh that's 1957, you know, numbers. Yeah. Uh, like, and then a year later, everyone carried on, like, shit didn't happen. It was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> there, was a, there was, like, a recession. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then someone else pointed out, like, there's no memorials anywhere built to, like, people of this the the influenza of 1918. Like, again, like, people just rolled on, like, shit doesn't happen. Because it's not like a war. Yeah. Where you have, like, these casualties and these mm. battlefields. was like. Just large swaths of people are just gone, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's just like one or two people per you know neighborhood, and so like you don't really notice it, and it's these other places that get hit really hard.
1: Yeah, and and for for Melanie, I well, I don't know if if I can always edit this out, but. Go ahead, man. I like this. I like where it's heading already. I like the the pregnant pause in your voice. Please, please please, I know, right? please, please. So, so Melanie, I think the if I remember correctly, the last time we spoke, Melanie is an art teacher, right? Yes. Okay. So, how has she been affected? And of course, you know the patriarchy and all that shit. But yeah. you know, I wish Melanie was here to talk to us. But I know she's sleeping. But uh, but yeah, how how has she been affected by it? Because I mean, Denise, you know, kind of on the same boat, sort of, where it's like you know the first thing to get cut is like. Physical education and art studies. So, how is she being affected by all this?
0: Well, two things are good. the The first th- first thing that's good is like, uh, in the meantime, we've talked. She has almost completed her masters of counseling.
1: Nice, dude. That's so, awesome. yeah. yeah.
0: So, part of the idea is like to hopefully get out of art and into counseling, so like we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: it's like, like fuck art. Let's worry about uh,
0: <laughs> But I mean, there was like a moment of like terror we got these letters from the district like um usually when you get them around this time of year it's like layoff notices mm-hmm. yeah yeah because it's, it's count you know that was the last count and then they're so like we got it and i was like oh fuck here we go but like no one was laid off uh everything went well i'll tell you how crazy things were so like i helped run a campaign in february and march for like my county to have a millage like,
1: we won the fucking uh, millage
0: on election day, and then everything, <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. like, went to shit.
1: For those of us over here in California, what does millage mean? I don't know what that oh, is. Oh,
0: uh, so, like, uh, you know
1: how you give a ballot proposal? Like, the, the pot ballot proposal Oh, there? okay. Okay. So, like, um, it would be... Yeah, so over like, here, you just got to get, like, a bunch of signatures, and then you s- get on the ballot. Same same idea. And so, like, instead of
0: running a candidate, it was a millage where, like, they would run a, f- uh, a tax based on oh, I can't remember the numbers it was like 90 dollars <laughs> per thousand dollars you pay for your mortgage oh, okay and if you're like you're a business there was a different number and we used to do it by district and so like let's say you lived in uh I'm trying to think of an equivalent there let's say you lived in like um uh Orange LA county, county right oh, okay,
1: okay LA county.
0: and so I don't know how the school district works there I'm sure it's like one gigantic school district but let's say it's not in LA county let's say like um,
1: North Hollywood has its own school district. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it is. Okay. Yeah. So L- okay. there's okay. LAUSD, which is the, the largest. One. But then right. there's also like smaller. Usually each city has their. For the most part, each city will have its own school district. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So
0: like here there is obviously like Detroit. And then, you know, like there's 10 million people that live in the state of Michigan. Six and a half or 7 million of them all live around Detroit. And so like the three counties that spiral out of it have like just sprawl of like cities like built densely on top of each other. And within those cities and the three counties, there's like dozens of school districts that don't coordinate whatsoever. And the plan was instead of having like a bunch of different districts trying to run campaigns to get money from taxpayers that just pissed them off, (laughs) uh, was spread it out among the county. And then that way everyone's happy and you don't have to pay a lot in taxes. And so like, like we convinced everyone to do it, it got done, and like everything went to hell like literally the day later. But I did wonder like, we handed these cool pencils out. Ooh, and nice. like and <laughs> say, like, vote yes, uh, the name of the uh blank county yeah. schools enhancement millage. And I do worry like if I was like super spreading it by handing these people pencils at the ballots. you are a super place.
1: spreader, bro. <laughs> oh, I worried about that. Seriously.
0: But we won, so that's all that matters. We
1: won. Hey, we that's won. all that matters. <laughs> And in the meantime, Patrick is a super spreader. Thanks a lot, bro.
2: I mean, dude, but you were talking about like that standard standardized testing just like went out the window. Like, yeah, I had a fellow uh, PE teacher, just like a gen ed teacher. Well, you know, like elementary school. So those are like the first ones to get cut. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because they're like itinerants like at three different elementary schools, like trying to provide PE. The union was fighting for them. Like, okay, so PE teachers... Like take the kids out for PE so that the right. teachers <laughs> could have a prep period right. for elementary school. So the the school district wanted, I forgot, I, the superintendent or something, wanted that prep period to be utilized for standardized testing prep, right? And like oh, not they're so classroom. It's so weird
0: for elementary right? school kids. Go ahead
2: yeah (laughs) and then so they were like and so the union was fighting like no like they want to use this for lesson plan time and they're like well then screw it like we're just gonna fire all the PE teachers and you get no prep time sounds about right yeah and then so so there was kind of this battle going on and it's like yeah like all that for nothing because now all that's like out the window right now because no one's even testing you know that's all been waived and we're just like Not even in school. So, but I just I was like, seriously, like how how petty. Like I don't know. I just thought that was stupid.
0: Super petty. Super (laughs) petty. They used to they used to fight. Like our uh, our specialist teachers used to have to like service three or four different elementary schools and drive around the district. And we're in a pretty big ass district. Like, and where (laughs) I live is like big fucking tributaries that come out of the great lakes. Like, you have to cross <laughs> these giant rivers, like these bridges. So it's like in the winter, it's like not great driving. Yeah. And these people would like haul ass to get somewhere <laughs> else. And like, they would get there just enough time to be like, Oh, maybe five minutes late again. So like, finally we were like, you know what, man, just call in just use your sick day and screw them. So, like, like they were sicking out, like, if it snowed and, like, no one wanted to drive from one <laughs> building to another. And, like, they finally yeah. just stopped. And they were like, you know what? You could just do two buildings, I guess, instead of, like, four <laughs> buildings. And, like, you know, problem solved. But, I mean, it was crazy. Like, they, they would have to, dri- you know, drive seven miles in, like, seven minutes through. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, it, like, through rush hour traffic at noon. Uh, well, like, you know, GM plants are releasing all their, like,
1: Drunken noonday workers in <laughs> the road. It was just
2: like a, a nightmare.
1: Dude. Like honestly, like that's one thing that I think we really don't have to deal with over here in California where it's like the weather. You know what I mean? Like over here it's like, oh, average seventy two degrees every day. You know what I mean? So
2: the one time it rains I get all pissed off like <laughs> driving around all soaking wet, but
1: still Yeah, but no, that that that's true, dude. Like for for people out there who actually have weather and stuff and have snow and all this crazy stuff, it's yeah, it's it's insane to think. I mean, your Denise, your job would be like a million times harder if you oh, had. Oh hell
2: a... no, dude! I would not be in the same business.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's crazy, man. Fun times. <laughs> fun fun, right. fun. It's educational talk. I didn't know was <laughs> oh, right, we're gonna do this. Oh, we're getting uh, into
0: it, bro. I was All I right. was gonna say uh, you. I was we're gonna do plot against America, almost educational uh, uh, <laughs> next week. I well, we both read the books. We have not watched the entire miniseries yet
1: yeah right right right. no dude yeah i just started watching that I, I've, wait, I've only wait. seen the first episode that's an two. uplifting one that's are a real talking? uplifting one no yeah that that's why i kind of <laughs> like eased, eased up on it because i was like man this is kind of like bumming me out talking- <laughs> oh yeah it's
0: a super it's a super bummer
1: yeah wait,
2: what are we talking about tiger king
1: no h oh that's awesome. <laughs> Calm down that's bro Calm
2: <laughs> had to mention it no
1: we're talking about plot against america on hbo now oh
2: with john Taturo. yes come oh, down bro yeah. i haven't seen it yet i saw the first one so anyways I got whatever. A glimpse of him. have
1: you seen so have you seen all of tiger
0: king yeah yeah <laughs> what's the best part in it to you
2: the first like four episodes because then it just drags on
1: <laughs> yeah i like i like the the homosexual romances <laughs> oh yeah oh, dude, it's so that's so predatory to those, those yeah poor young dude, boys. no kidding dude it's so it's so predatory
0: yeah. uh my favorite was the woman like the moment <laughs> where i had to stop it i turned to melanie i was like what in the fuck are we watching when she was like uh when like they're having the live footage of her losing her arm spoiler oh my spoiler. god dude oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, then, yeah and then she says to the camera she's like They were like, two years reconstructive surgery, or you can get it amputated. I was like, cut it off. I got to go back to work. (laughs) Make my $110 and eat my spoiled lunch meat. What the fuck? Oh my God. Yeah, dude.
1: That shit was was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Fucking cults, oh, man. I America, try. my dude. Oh, <laughs> God. That encapsulates it right
0: there. That, that's, All
1: that's, America. that's the Protestant work style right there, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> like,
0: again, if I had to show someone from anywhere else in the world, like, <laughs> if I encapsulate American culture, I would just have them sit down and watch that. It's I don't know if explain anything to them, but, like, there's so much that's in there. It's so
1: true. Mm-hmm. No, well, that, that's for it's, sure.
2: It's funny because we just started watching like the Orville, and I think it's like three episodes in. Oh yeah,
1: Cassidy recommended that. Shout out to Cassidy.
2: And oh, that's um, good. So yeah, there's this one episode where um they basically like steal species or whatever to like have a zoo. Like this one species steals like other species to have a zoo. Oh yeah, and so they have to like trade out like the humans. They're trying to like um bargain out like the humans or whatever that are captured and um they basically trade them like reality tv oh yeah
1: that makes perfect sense
2: (laughs) and they're like this is the greatest exhibit (laughs) ever
1: (laughs) yeah they're watching like the real housewives of miami or some shit (laughs) oh it's like it's like that it's like high uh high entertainment to them yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) yeah anyway uh denise you you had some final things for patrick before we we let him go
2: well i just wanted to ask like patrick we're gonna wrap it up um just like, do you have any words of advice or words of encouragement in this crazy time right now right now of the Rona taking over?
0: I'll tell you what, like in all of this, the one thing I have figured out pretty early on that, like most people are, no, again, I don't know if this is, the, you know what, very passive aggressive the Midwest, so it's <laughs> maybe not true, but like everyone has been much more patient than I imagined In terms of, like, I've been taking lots of walks outside, and everyone distances a good six feet. Um, I haven't seen any, like, really hairy moments in the supermarket. Um, You can tell everyone's pretty worried. Uh, And, like, uh, things are not super good. I mean, like, California seems a little better. Things are not super good in the Mitten State right now. But things have not descended badly. Like, the, the best of people seems to have come out. Much more than I worried. Now that's not saying that the gun stores are not being fucking emptied out last week <laughs> oh, until they yeah, like I mean, shut them down as essential like places. <laughs> and shit could kick off next week the when the boogaloo happens here. or whatever they call it. But like, okay, that was not positive. But like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, cut that part out. The all right, <laughs> the the people just generally seem much more calm and relaxed uh, than I expected them to be in terms of like. Generally, being good to your fellow man, Uh, and I hope it stays that way. And like, I think people have realized like what is important and what's not important. Like a B plus in your twelfth grade English class is not that important. Uh, Making sure you know the twenty five year old kid who works at Walmart uh, is not getting sick and going home and spreading it to his grandmother is probably important.
1: Yeah, dude. For sure. And I don't know. I don't, just, know. I don't know if that was a positive or not. I no. tried, I tried real hard. I tried. I'm just no, trying yeah, that was good. That day. was good. And honestly, Sorry. to make you feel a little better, I mean, shit's not any better over here, dude. Like I okay, mean good. that 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 uh Friday the thirteenth weekend when, when shit hit the fan over here, people were going crazy, like hoarding toilet paper and all that stuff, which is yeah. like, All right, toilet paper, whatever, get a bidet, bro. Uh I mean, I used
0: <laughs> your helicopters all night just going boom all the place. So I just know it's not a good sign.
1: Oh damn. No, it hasn't been that bad over here. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Damn,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Never mind. Yeah, I guess you do get pretty bad. <laughs>
0: it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Like the, the city's very bad right now. Damn.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're lucky that we live outside of downtown LA, like LA proper, I guess. Um that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Too,
0: I'm too close. That's that's probably the problem too. Like I look at those heat maps and like I'm <laughs> like the heat map's gonna get us pretty soon.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no yeah so anyway so thank you very much Patrick we really appreciate you coming on and chatting with us for a few minutes and uh, and yeah man especially because I think for you over there it's like past midnight over there so you're already <laughs> time off. doesn't
0: exist time doesn't
1: exist for me anymore like there's, there's same, no, like I wake same. up at five That's in the morning like, I go to bed at like eleven doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I don't feel too bad about it, you know, oh. calling you this late in the day.
2: I don't know what day it is.
1: <laughs> right, it is Sunday, right? Damn well, no, it. it's, it's Monday for you now. <laughs> oh, it is Monday, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. It's been Monday for like, you know, 42 minutes yeah. for you. <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't know what time it was. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, Patrick, thank you very much. If people want to get more of you, uh wow that sounds the really sexual <laughs>
2: they
1: start posting pictures of me with my uh
0: my done up eyebrows my bandana made for the wait, wait, wait. COVID.
1: patrick i do want to ask you something okay so i'm I assuming know. i don't know how it is over there but here barbershops i think have been deemed like non-essential business so i know you yep. like to uh keep it very trim up in the the head area Yep. Uh, do you do that yourself or do you go to a barbershop for that
0: I've always done it myself, but I wanted to go to a barber shop and get like a nice like real shave because every uh, once a month I cut myself so bad like I'm bleeding out of my head a lot because oh I, I rush it. Yeah. But no, I haven't. I'll tell you. Oh, this is nothing. I'll wait till this is done. I'll tell you
1: a real story, a real, a real
0: grim story when we're done here. But
1: like, nice. Yeah. But uh, OK, so then you haven't been affected by it, by the barbershop. Because... It's not
0: affected. Uh, my eyebrows
1: uh, have been
0: wait, the you... only thing I'm about.
1: Wait, you go to, bushy. like, uh, uh, a personal grooming place to get your eyebrows done?
0: Listen, I really have thought about <laughs> it. Like, they get, like they look like little caterpillars on top of my head. They look, like, like, black and bushy. And then I have this bald, like, olive-skinned head that's just, like, just nasty. And, like, these black, bushy eyebrows. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I love it, dude. Uh, but anyway, Patrick, if people want to get more of Patrick, where can they go? I know you recently brought back uh, Make Dad Read Comics, which, by the oh. way really warmed my heart i mean dude anyways we don't want to get sappy we don't want to make this sad but that that i i love that dude hearing looking at my freaking podcast app and seeing a new episode of Make Dead read comics i don't know that that really like i don't know it felt funny inside of me but then when i heard it i was like yeah man this is good like i'm glad that's back i know it will never be the same but I don't know. I, I just love that. And then the the little clips of Dad that you put in there, I was like, man, fuck yeah, dude. I don't know. Oh, good.
0: good. I'm glad. I'm glad that went over well. Like, uh, Almost Educational is the podcast, which I do with Dennis. And we sit down and talk sometimes. Dennis, half the time, half the time, a guest. We talk about uh, anything that we can't fit in the classroom it is a potpourri of... um strange topics i would say can range from like ufos to alternate history to uh zines the history of zines mm-hmm. i got one coming up on uh copyright law which is thrilling Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> very <laughs> thrilling uh Sounds but exciting. then make dad read comics used to be a comic book podcast with my dad's like passed away and like the craziest thing on that show like i can track download numbers mm-hmm. i'm not trying to toot my own horn but like That number, the numbers for that show is like, are are significantly smaller than almost educational. Mm -hmm. And like, I get a shit ton of emails for make dad read comics. I still got them over the year and a half. Like I wasn't doing the show of people finding the show, emailing me with like condolences, which is kind of weird. And so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna bring it back. And I don't know what it's gonna be, but it'll be something.
1: No, yeah, dude, for sure. And and I love that. Thank you for bringing that back, dude. I, I really, oh. I, I enjoy that. And thank you so much. Thank you for having me talk to you guys again. I, this feels good.
2: My Corona
1: Diaries.